Welcome to the Taste and See podcast, a place where we can discuss our experiences in the kingdom of God and discover how we can impact the world around us, thereby being the salt and light of the earth. Here is your host, Josh Emmerich. Hello, friends. Merry Christmas and welcome to the Taste and See podcast. I'm so glad that you are able to join me today. If you're new with us and this is your first time listening, the Taste and See podcast is a kingdom-based podcast that exists to encourage saints, empower believers, and reach the lost with the goodness of God. Psalm 34.8 states, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste is to experience, while to see is all about perception and discernment. I pray that as we journey together more deeply into God's kingdom, that the Holy Spirit would reveal the people, situations, and world around you through his eyes. It is my hope that as we explore different aspects of our life, whether it be marriage, dating, money, or our own spiritual walk, that we would be able to approach life with a renewed and fresh outlook and perspective from the Holy Spirit and the goodness of God. We're currently in the middle of a series called He Shall Be Called, which dives into Isaiah 9-6, where we read a prophecy that described Jesus 700 years before he was born. Isaiah 9-6 reads, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. In fact, this announcement was made 700 years before Jesus would actually enter the world. Four names and characteristics that perfectly and accurately describe the nature of Jesus. It is my prayer, friends, that throughout this Christmas season that we would not simply acknowledge these names of Christ, but that we would boldly approach the throne room of heaven with a grateful heart and in worship and in celebration and declaration of who Jesus is, who he is. He is not just a baby in a manger. He is the great Redeemer, and he is still on the throne. The first week of our series, we discussed Jesus as Wonderful Counselor. We find a Jesus that was born with a supernatural capacity to offer the most marvelous counsel and advice we will ever know and experience. He is the perfect Messiah. He is the one who provides us with all the counsel that we could ever need. Furthermore, through the Holy Spirit, Jesus teaches us willingly and freely. Last week, we took a dive into Jesus' mighty God. Through his omnipotence, Jesus has supreme power. In fact, he is not subject to physical limitations like you and I are. Jesus is the one true God, Jehovah, and he possesses all might, power, and strength. This might is unparalleled, unequaled, and unmatched. No one is as mighty as he is. Jesus is the one who can silence waters, move mountains, and strengthen the weak. With this truth, how can we not let go of what hinders us from living our lives the way God intended? His power can handle it. He is the name above all names, and he has already won. This week, we're going to explore the third name that Isaiah gives Jesus, Everlasting Father. Most people, when they hear the term father, it either evokes a positive response or a negative one. Most often than not, it can be the latter, 
But I am willing to guess that some of our listeners had a not-so-great experience with their fathers growing up. In fact, there is this absent father epidemic taking place in our own backyard. Recent statistics reveal that 18.3 million children, that's one in four children, live without a biological step or adoptive father in the home. Furthermore, when a child is raised in a father-absent home, he or she is affected in the following ways. There is four times greater risk of poverty. They are seven times more likely to become pregnant as a teenager. They are more likely to face abuse and neglect, more likely to have behavior problems, and more likely to abuse drugs and alcohol. They are twice as likely to become obese and to drop out of high school. They are more likely to commit a crime and go to prison. The statistics of poor fathering are alarming, but the consequences are staggering. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you didn't have the greatest experience with your father growing up. Now, I'm not saying that dads are expected to be perfect because the Lord knows I'm not a perfect person and neither are you. But our experience with our earthly father can have an impact on how we view our Heavenly Father. For example, having an earthly father that was very hard to please and hardly ever showed love and acceptance can produce someone who feels they have to work hard, become exhausted, and never feel like they have the approval of God. Having an earthly father who is absent can make someone feel like God is never really present. Or having an earthly father who hurt you may make it very difficult to Trust your Heavenly Father and fear that He may hurt you as well. There is a direct parallel between our earthly experience with fathers and our take on who God is as a father. However, experience has and will continue to prove otherwise. Our spiritual journey will reveal just how great of a father God is. Once again, let's dive into the original language that we find in the Hebrew Old Testament. For everlasting, we find the word ad, which means forever, continuing future, of continuous existence. For father, we find the word av, which means father, God as father, ruler, or chief. When we combine these two words, we encounter an incredible revelation. Jesus, our everlasting father, is the God of continuous existence. He is the Alpha. He existed before time and space began, and he has existed without a need for anyone or anything. He wasn't created. He is the Omega, who was, who is, and who is to come. And he rules over his children with love, grace, compassion, mercy, kindness, and freedom. Why? Because that is who he is. In reality, when it comes to our earthly fathers, Jesus really sets the bar high, doesn't he? In Hebrew culture, the role and responsibility of a father is to protect, comfort, and provide for his family. The beauty is that Isaiah was painting for us a picture of a Messiah who protects his beloved, comforts his children, and provides for his people. Perhaps one of the greatest examples of a father, according to Jesus' standards, is found in the parable of the prodigal son. Let's check it out in Luke chapter 15. 
Jesus told the crowd gathering around him, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is now found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing, so he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in, so his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look! All these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitutes comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him? My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad. Because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Just let that sink in for a moment. Here we see a father who had a right to be angry and upset, but instead chose to show joy and mercy. He had a right to make his son fend for himself, but instead he chose to clothe and feed him. He had a right to make his son feel ashamed for what he had done, but instead chose to celebrate his return. That's the reality. The father had a choice. He had the power to choose, and he chose to love in the midst of anything, just like our everlasting father chooses to love us in the midst of anything. A life without a father can be pretty difficult. Who can deliver us? Who can protect us? Who can provide for us? Who can show us mercy and love? Who can redeem us? Jesus can. Jesus always will. 
we also don't have to fear that we will ever be separated from Jesus. Scripture says, draw near to him and he will draw near to you. He is near to us in ways that are everlasting. Paul says in Romans 8, verses 38 through 39, For I am convinced that neither life nor death, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate us from our everlasting Father. What do I mean by nothing? Nothing. We may not know what lies ahead, but we can trust him fully. He is worthy of it. David says, a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. Maybe you didn't have the greatest dad. Lean into Jesus. He can more than make up for it. Maybe you had a wonderful dad. Celebrate that, but also embrace that Jesus can do exceedingly more for your life than anyone ever could. Maybe you are a dad yourself. May you aim high to love your children with an everlasting love, just as Jesus loves you. I want to close out our time together with some lyrics from a song called Heart of the Father by Ryan Ellis. I've never known a love like yours, so intimate, so powerful. And I've tasted, I've seen, and nothing comes close. I've never known a love like yours. Jesus, your name is power. It's breath and living water. And your spirit guides me to the heart of the Father. Let your praise ring louder every day and every hour because your spirit guides me to the heart of the Father. I've never felt at home like this, just like a child, so innocent. And I'm safe inside your arms because you won't let go. I've never known a love like yours, yours. Jesus, your name is power. It's breath and living water. And your spirit guides me to the heart of the Father. Let your praise ring louder every day and every hour, because your spirit guides me to the heart of the Father. This Christmas, lean into the beauty of Jesus, his wonderful counsel, his mighty power, and his everlasting love and rule over your life. His time on earth started with a birth in a manger, and it ended with an empty grave. Hallelujah. And his rule is everlasting by the power and might of his spirit. Embrace the spirit of Christmas as you embrace the Holy Spirit. Maybe you are listening and hearing Jesus for the first time. Maybe you are struggling to let anyone love you or get close to you because you've been hurt. If this is you, can I just encourage you for a moment to invite Jesus to come into your life? I promise it will be the best decision you will ever make, and you will feel and experience a love and acceptance that you have never felt before. If you desire to ask Jesus into your life, just say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I know that I am a sinner, and I admit my need for a Savior. I believe you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross to pay for my sins. And I believe that he rose from the grave three days later to live forever. Please save me, God. Forgive me of all my sins and make me one of your children. I accept what Jesus did for me on the cross and the salvation that you offer me. 
I promise to turn away and to forsake my sins and to live for you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. If you pray that prayer with me, I want to be the first to say, Welcome to God's family. Welcome to a life lived with a Father who not only loves you, but celebrates you. You are the apple of his eye. So much so that he created you to do life with you. Celebrate his awesomeness. If you ask Jesus into your life, or you rededicated your life as a result of listening to this podcast, I would love to hear your story. Just shoot me an email at josh at tasteandseepodcast.com and just share with me your decision. I want to come alongside you and to encourage you to celebrate your decision and to just help equip you for this new road ahead. And my friends, I hope and pray that you were encouraged today as we discovered more about Jesus, everlasting Father. His love, guidance, provision, comfort, and instruction is everlasting, and it has no end, just as he has no end. Thank you, Jesus. Merry Christmas, my friends. Emmanuel, God with us, is here. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Taste and See podcast. We hope that you were encouraged and empowered by our conversation today. For future and past episodes, please follow us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Taste and See Podcast. Now go, live for the kingdom, and always remember that the Lord is good.